L. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman, and I'm here with our favorite life coach, executive coach, Lori Cameron from Purpose Blue. And she has a lot of gifts, but today we're talking about relationships because it is the month of February. And, you know, there's that very special holiday that we all look forward to, Valentine's Day. And Lori's here to talk about mindful relationships. Hi, Lori. Hi, Connie. Great to be here. Thank you so much for coming back to the podcast. You're one of our favorites. You know that. We love you. So let's talk about love. And we've also incorporated the law of attraction into this month's podcast. And I think the word intention is one we don't often use with regard to relationships. But let's talk about how to create an intentional relationship and and why we want to do that. First of all, what is a mindful or intentional relationship? Um, Well, you know, I think it is a great subject for this month and really for every month. But um, as we think about love, one of the biggest motivations that we have as humans is to be connected and to be seen and be heard and to really feel that, that deep connection with another person. And mindful relationships, when we can practice that and increase our ability to do that, It allows us to truly be present when we're with the person that we love or when we're with a partner. And that's really the the necessary ingredient to have that connection. So how do we do that, Lori? How do we we increase the ability to be present for each other? Because, you know, we all want that in in our lives, but we have so many distractions. And I know my husband and I have taken to the habit of getting up in the morning, we make our coffee, now that our kids are grown. So we sit down and both of us are on our computers immediately, our computers or our iPads or our iPhones or whatever. And we are so distracted. So we really need you. We need you. <laughs> take us back, take us back and teach us how to be present for each other. Well, you know, there's a couple things that come to mind. There's there's both how we are, how kind of our state of being. We'll talk about that. And the other thing is how we can intentionally carve out time to be present. Mm-hmm. I love your example because I think that's true for so many of us. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the first one. Um, I'll start with my favorite quote, and that's from Thich Nhat Hanh, the Zen master. Love and him. Love him. He wrote a beautiful book called True Love, which I really recommend. And um, he's quoted as saying, when you love someone, the best thing you can offer them is your presence. How can you love if you're not really there? So that's his quote. And that's kind of our springboard for saying, for learning about that. When we are truly present, we are fully focused and our attention is on the person that we are with. So one of the easy first steps to do, or I'll say simple but not easy, is that when you're with the person that you love and your intention is to be connected to them in that moment, then you stop doing anything else that you're doing. So if you're cooking, if you're washing the dishes, if you're um, typing an email or watching television, when that person that you love is talking, you actually stop doing that and direct your attention to the other person. And that seems very basic, but it's incredible how often we don't do that. 
our, our minds, multitasking is a myth. So our minds cannot multitask. They actually sequentially task. So when we're paying attention to something else, we're not focused and attentive to our partner. Okay. So that's, that's kind of the first step. So the important. second step is if you notice that your mind is wandering, then which it will. So don't beat yourself up and think I'm not doing this well, I'm not being connected. But your mind will wander. Just bring it back to the person. And the way I do that is just to look in their eyes and to and and pull up that feeling of love that you have. So that's a skill. That's actually a skill that you can practice. When your mind wanders when you're with someone, notice it and return to the present moment again. I love that. That's so simple. And it seems very logical. But <laughs> most of us don't think about that. Yeah, yeah, we're, we just keep doing what we're doing. And how important also, not just for our relationship with our beloveds, but also with our children. Oh, it's so true. Um, I have a nine year old and she um, is, is, is getting really good at this, at being present, but even more so noticing when I'm not. <laughs> so she'll say, um, you know, we, we've all had the experience when we're with someone and we're, we're talking to them and we realize they're not really there. Yeah, and yeah. That is the opposite of being present. When my daughter comes in excitedly telling me something that happened in school and I've got something cooking on the stove and I've got a conference call in 15 minutes, and other things on my mind, um, I there are times when I'm not present. I'm not really hearing her. And I think we all have the ability to say, yes, uh-huh, sounds great, you know, but we're not really connected. And my daughter now will say, Mom, I get a Buddha point, which are, is our little shorthand <laughs> in our house for when one of us notices that the other one isn't present. So we kind of just say that. I get a Buddha point. Aww. We haven't started collecting the points, but maybe that should be a next step. That's cute. So she calls you on it. That's Yeah, funny. she calls me That's on it. Funny. And I think we start to develop the capacity to notice, you know, that we're, not, that we're distracted. And that was, that was, you know, what I was saying earlier. When you notice it, just stop and just return and connect to the person. Okay. So, so let's go back. So we stop doing what we're doing and pay attention. Then another, another thing we can do is look at, into the person's eyes, which yes, yeah, is good. Anything else? Well, and that the part two of that is pull up feelings of love. You know, that's that's where in, the intentional piece comes in. So, you know, this is my daughter. I really want to hear what's happening in her nine-year-old life. This is such an impermanent state. This is fleeting. You know, let me really connect to her. Or this is my husband. I'm I'm committed to him. I love him. So kind of tap into that emotional piece, that feeling of of why you're there, and and what your what you what your goal is in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. So then the the third piece, another thing to think about is sometimes where you know our partner is talking to us and we really are distracted. We might be triggered by something they said. They might be talking about something that we did or said that really bothers them. And we can feel that our body kind of signaling us that, you know, we're, we feel the stomach feeling or the clenched fists or ache in the back. You know, we kind of feel that um, flushed feeling of, of emotions washing over us. And that's okay, too. You know, we're all wired with old habits and patterns, and we get our buttons pushed. And when that happens 
we the, the trick is to notice it. We often just keep operating on autopilot, and sometimes we end up getting defensive or saying things we don't intend to say. So when that happens, just take a deep breath, and you might even, it's, it's perfectly fine and even helpful to say, you know, I just need a minute. I can feel myself kind of reacting, and I just want to take a couple breaths and let that dissipate. Hmm. So that's kind of a, the, the, more, the, the, the next level of being present is noticing when you get triggered yeah. and being able to just breathe through that and kind of giving more space to the relationship. And the example of spending holidays with family members uh, comes up for me. So when certain things are triggered, just take a breath and notice it. That's great. That's great. And we can use that with our partners and our children as well. So, okay. All right. So what does a, what does a spiritual or a, um, a conscious, intentional partnership look like? Can you give us some examples of some, um, some people who are doing it right well, um, you know, I think the beautiful thing is there's a continuum. So um, I think that all of us have moments of doing it right. And then some of us, you could think of it as a, as a percentage. You know, for some couples, there's a larger chunk of their relationship that's more conscious and intentional. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's one couple that comes to mind, the Hendricks. Um, they've been met, married for 30 years, and they actually have a business um, called Conscious Relationships, and they write some books and do some retreats. And they were recently quoted as saying, you know, we've been together 30 years, and we can honestly say for the last 15 years that we haven't exchanged words of blame or anger to one another. So I think that's sort of aspirational mm. for most of us, um, is that when we can when we can be present and tune in, to our own sensations of what's happening in our body and also, you know, what's happening in the space between two people when we're talking, we can slow down a little bit in these conversations and notice when anger is rising and actually make a choice on how we want to respond to that person. And it sounds like the Hendricks have really mastered that. And when they feel triggered or feel angry, um, they can actually make wise choices and not um, create separation by saying things that they later regret. Right, right. And this seems like, oh gosh, it, it is so simple. But yet, <laughs> you know, in this world where, uh, what is it, 50% divorce rate? Or is it higher? I don't know. I don't know. It's so many people just give up on their relationships rather than spending a little bit of time in sort of preventive, preventively um, taking the time to nurture each other and nurture the relationship. I'm, I mean, we could probably catch a lot of the, uh, the relationship busters that happen before they happen. So I, this is really good advice. I think that's true. And I, I want to offer um, sort of a, so there's a state of being that we're talking about, where we're talking about being present by focusing our attention on the other person and when we're distracted, coming back to, to the present moment. But the other thing to do, which um, which my husband and I did for a while, and I think we need to return to this because it's so wonderful, is we created one night a week where we would just be in conversation. And we were living in Germany, and we were practicing this 
this method where <clears throat> at first it sounded really crazy, but we really got to like it. It was 90 minutes and each person took 15 minutes to talk while the other person just listened. And then, then you, then you, you switch to the next person and then so on. So each person talked three times. And if you have 15 minutes to open up your heart and share what's on your mind and heart with the person that you're in relationship with without being interrupted, without being fixed, without being, um, without somebody adding on their story, it is incredible what opens up in that time. So that's something that, you know, you can think about is, do we want to commit to a half an hour a week? That sounds like no time really, but it's hard to do to make that commitment and say, let's try 30 minutes. I get to talk for 15 minutes. Then you talk for 15 minutes without being interrupted. Yeah. And it, I'm just going to be fully present for you and just completely listen. So that's sort of a, a, a technique that you can try, which will really open up a nice connection. That is a great one. So, Lori, what's the payoff if we, we work toward a more conscious, mindful relationship? You know, well, I think it's, there's so many. Um, one of them, the, the deepest one, is we have that, that deep and, and unbelievably satisfied feeling of, of being seen and being heard by the person we love. And there's so much research that says that that is like a universal human need is to be seen and heard and have that, that deep spirit to spirit, soul to soul connection. And in our environment today, we often don't really have that. So to create conditions, to create the time and to train ourselves on how to be present um, those two things really pays off in allowing us to have true connections. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Lori Cameron. Thank you for bringing your wise love advice to us. I, I hope your heart month is full of lots of love in all your relationships. And um, I, I know your words have, uh, they've touched me in a deep way. And I'm, I'm going to take them into my relationships and make them more mindful. So thank you. For more information about Lori Cameron, we can go to her new and improved website, right, Lori? <laughs> yes, I'm, I've, I've been at, at uh, lauriejcameron.com for um, a couple years, and we're just about to launch purposeblue.com. That's um, our new company that's focused on mindful leadership. So it's the expanded coaching and consulting and uh, focused on purpose. Really excited about that launch. Awesome. Well, we will check it out. So it's purposeblue.com, correct? Yes, that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lori. Thanks again for coming on the podcast. Oh, it's always fun to be here. You're my favorite. So take care. Okay, Connie. Bye-bye.